0: So I want to speak with you about the gospel readings today. And in so doing, I find that I have to speak against the modern heresy, or perhaps I should say the perennial heresy of health, harmony, and happiness. Now, don't get me wrong. These are all good things if we can get them, but their goodness depends entirely on how we get them. I'm currently watching uh, the Disney adaptation of the absolutely brilliant children's book, The Mysterious Benedict Society. And uh, it's it's actually not a bad adaptation, definitely an adaptation. But there's there's this one scene that that uh, we watched in I can't remember if it's this last episode or the previous one. But um, and uh, minor spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> well, only minor spoilers here. Um, the, the the book is about four quite brilliant children they're all brilliant in different ways who are on a mission and in the course of this mission they they bond together they're and, and they they show themselves to be uh noble and honorable and and loving and all these wonderful good qualities uh that that are really important over and above their brilliance <clears throat> and and there's a machine that they discover in the course of the novel that uh, is basically designed to make them feel good. Uh, it's it kind of basically manipulates them by, by telling them all the things they really most want to hear. And and the, there's one of them in particular who, who kind of really bonds with this, this sort of artificial intelligence machine. And, and he's, he's, he's He's because he's longed for his whole life for this kind of absolute unconditional acceptance, uh, and and uh, in the course of this, uh, he he, uh, he is finally for once in his life happy. But the happiness that he is experiencing is causing him to become selfish and self centered. Uh, which he doesn't recognize because he's finally happy. Uh, and and uh, there's this brilliant moment when he speaks to uh, kind of the leader of the group, another child is his, his best friend. And he says, and who is trying to talk him out of continuing this, uh, this, this interaction with the machine. Uh, and he's like, because he sees how bad it is for him. He sees the negative effects that it's having on him. And he says, but, and, and the, the kid who just wants to be happy and has finally found this, says, but I'm your friend. Don't you want me to be happy? And the brilliant part of the book is that, I, I actually can't remember what uh, Rennie says to Sticky at that point, uh, but, uh, but the brilliant part of the book is the answer is really clear. no. There are things that are more important than happiness. There are things that are more important even than harmony. There are things that are more important than health. And that's what we see in these gospel readings today. Jesus is talking to his disciples in the second of the gospel readings, the 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 one for for the, the the we're currently celebrating the 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 Maccabean martyrs, and the gospel reading that the second gospel reading that we heard uh, was talking about how Jesus is telling his disciples he did not come to bring peace, but he came to bring a sword. He talks about how. A man's enemies will be even those of his own household. Why is this? Don't we want harmony? Isn't it really important for us to, be, to live happily and harmoniously together? Yeah, as I say, if, if, but it all depends on how we get there. Because if we sacrifice truth, in the quest for harmony. This is going to be harmful to all of us. And so Jesus is just preparing his disciples. He's not saying this is a good thing. He's simply saying, no, be prepared. It's gonna cost you something to identify as one of my followers as it is costing us now with all of the antagonism towards Christians at this point. And a man's enemies will be even those that we love the most, that we want most to be in a harmonious relationship with. And yet, we still have to confess him. Why? Because he is the truth. He is the source of all goodness. If we turn our backs on him, we turn our backs on the truth. We turn our backs on the only thing that can give us ultimate, lasting, true harmony, ultimate, lasting, true happiness. We are ultimately destroying the very source of harmony and happiness if we turn our backs on the truth, if we turn our backs on Jesus. Likewise, in the gospel reading, uh, it's interesting to, uh, to hear Matthew's account of the paralytic. In, in Mark's gospel, I, I like to call Mark's gospel the action gospel because Jesus is always doing stuff, and you get a, lot, a few more details uh, of what exactly happens. In Mark's gospel, you have the dramatic... Uh, ripping up of the roof, and the friends are there, and they're they're lowering the paralytic down in front of Jesus because the house is so crowded that nobody can get in. Maybe a familiar situation. <laughs> uh, uh, and 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 the um uh, and and so they uh, and Jesus looks up at them and sees their faith, and then he says to the paralytic, "Be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven." I love all that context, but it's interesting. Matthew kind of strips away all that and gets to the essence of it. Just like If they brought to him a paralytic and he says to him, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven. Uh, because the focus in Matthew's gospel is not so much on the paralytic. It's on the priority. Because, again, what are we expecting here? They're bringing him somebody who's paralyzed. He can't walk. What's the most important thing for this person? Well, of course it should be that. He should be able to walk again. He's going around healing other people. But what does he say to the guy? He says, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. What's the priority? The priority is dealing with sin. Not health. Health. Now health is great if you can get it, and Jesus goes on when, when everybody's like listening to him and shocked, and go, who can forgive sins but God alone, and they're all, this man is a blasphemer. Says, oh. okay, so you know, just so that you know, that that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He tells him, get up, take your bed and go home, and the paralyzed man gets up. Picks up the, the pallet he was on and he walks out the door. One imagines the crowd sort of uh, wouldn't let him in. There's no parting to, to let him out, like in, in awe and and, and amazement. Uh, and of course, as Mark says, they glorify God for this. But it's interesting. What do they? What are they mostly pro- focused on? They're glorifying God because a paralyzed man just got up and walked out the door with his bed. What should they be glorifying God for? What is the priority here? The priority is their sins are forgiven. There are things that are more important, a higher priority even than health. And I think this is brought to our attention here, now, today, because these, this, this is the heresy that's prevalent right now this is and and it you understand why of course people want health of course people want harmony of course people want happiness these are all good things but if we are not seeking them in truth in love with the commitments to god and to one another that triumphs over Everything, then we are going to be messed up and not ultimately get to even those wonderful, worthwhile goals. And for that, we have the example of the martyrs. Uh, Today, we're celebrating the Maccabean martyrs who came before Christ. They didn't even know about the resurrection at that point, they had some. Clue from some of the Jewish wisdom literature is already starting to reflect on you know what happens when the righteous die and and what you know if they if they die a a horrible death this doesn't seem to doesn't seem to fit where where's the blessing of God in that and and so there was already some reflection on the possibility of the resurrection but obviously the reality of the resurrection had not been revealed to them yet and yet here what they were faced with a culture that was attempting to stamp out, wipe out, eradicate their religious beliefs. The Jews were very, very clear uh, on, in the law. You don't eat pork. I kind of feel sorry for them, bacon's really yummy. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, but that was, that was the, the directive that God had given his people. And it was one of the things that set them apart as his people and, and the, the, but the, the fad at that point that was sweeping the nations was Hellenization. Wonder, Greek culture is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, but here the Greeks were trying to, uh, and people who liked Greek culture were trying to impose Greek culture on everybody. And, uh, the, the, the king of Syria was also ruling, ruling over the, the Israel at the time. Antiochus Epiphanes uh, was re- in, engaged in an aggressive policy of Hellenization. He wanted to make sure that these 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 recalcitrant Jews uh, would 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 just you know get with the program already. You know, exercise naked just like the Greeks did, and shave off their beards just like the Greeks did. And eat pork, just like the Greeks did. And, and these Maccabean martyrs, uh, led by their very, very old and, and, and well-respected tutor, uh, said, No, we're not going to. We're not going to eat that pork that you're putting in front of us. Seems like a trivial thing, but it really isn't. Because really, the question was, are you going to obey God or man? and they they, they, they the, the that was the real choice that was set before them they saw past the apparent triviality of it and they said no look we have to obey god rather than men and they suffered for it first their old teacher was put to death and then one by one the seven brothers were horribly tortured in front of their mother, deliberately going from oldest to youngest, after the f- six of them had been horribly tortured and, and, and disfigured and then killed, the, uh, um, the torturers said to the mother, you know, well, why don't you just tell your younger son, you, know, if you still have one left, tell your younger son to, to, to just do what he's supposed to do. And she instead encouraged him to follow God, to be strong. And he too went to his martyrdom, and then she finally as well. There are things that are more important than health or harmony or happiness. Because these things are actually at the root Of true health. What is the source of our health, if not our spiritual health? Our bodies and our spirits are one. We are physical and spiritual beings. If our spirit is not well, our body is not ultimately going to be well either. And so Jesus shows how linked, how coordinated those two things are when he says, your sins are forgiven, and then says, after your sins are forgiven, arise, take up your bed and walk. He shows us the proper priority, the proper order of things. And in his words to his disciples and to us, he says as well that however much we value harmony, which is good, which is wonderful. However much we value happiness, the source of all harmony and happiness is him. We cannot deny him. We must make him our priority. And as we do these things, all of the goodness that God has in store for us will ultimately be added to us. Maybe not in this life. It might be a long haul. We might have to suffer and struggle through a lot of horrible things. We all, God only knows what, what he has in store for us. But we know for a certainty from the resurrection of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ that death is not the end. And therefore, we can prioritize the truth. Prioritize true self-sacrificial love for God and for one another. And prioritize repentance for the remission of sins. That we might ultimately with, be with God and with one another experiencing true health, true harmony, and true happiness. His glory. The glory of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Now they're going to